What is being in Christ? Well, in Christ is our new nature. That is our new nature. We are no longer under the first Adam, but the second Adam. So, in Isaiah 53, we have been healed uh, through Him. Christ is the Spirit. Christ is God Himself. Christ is what was in Jesus. We are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world and cannot be hidden. We are commissioned to make disciples. How do we make disciples? A lot of people have been making disciples by their own doctrine, by their own views, by their own thoughts of uh, what the gospel is. But actually, in actuality, what is the gospel? What actually is the gospel? A lot of people have come up with so many denominations that uh, they don't—they have lost the actual, the actual understanding or comprehension of what the gospel is. The gospel is actually Christ. That's it. In the Old Testament, pictures the old—the uh, Old Testament—it shows pictures of who Christ is and what Christ was. And is to come, and he does come daily through us, uh, through other people that needs a word of encouragement, that needs a word of uh, lifting up. Uh, somebody might be hurting, and we come to them, and we become that tree that carries that fruit of the spirit, and 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 we share those thoughts, we share those words with them, and they get uplifted. They 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 see. What you what you know, what you see. So uh, we are a child of God. Uh, we have eternal life. We do have eternal life because Christ is in us. If we cannot see and understand and comprehend that Christ is in us, then how are we going to understand who we actually are? So we have been given peace, joy, and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. Um we are part of the true vine, a channel of Christ's life, a life-giving spirit. If you read the word, the word says that we are no longer of the first Adam. We are of the second Adam. It, it, it seems that God created a new creation in Christ. When we uh, confess, when we believe we are in Christ. We have become a new creature. It is no longer. We are no longer in the new, in the old Adam. We are in the new Adam. The old Adam has passed away. It, it seems that uh, we're still stuck. That we're still stuck. That uh, that, that that we put in in our minds and in our hearts that we're still Adam. The first Adam, we are still part of that Adam, of that curse, of that. Well, we're not. We are part of the second Adam. We are new. Well, I mean, I could say new, but, you know, I believe that we've just been awakened to who we always been. Because if you read, Paul said that we alienated ourselves from God in our own minds. <clears throat> we have been cleansed. We are Christ's friend. We have been chosen and appointed by Christ to bear his fruit. 
We have been given glory. We have been justified, completely forgiven, and awakened to our true identity as a righteous man. In Christ, we are righteous. God does not see you. Everything you do, everything you try to do, everything a pastor puts you to do. Uh, I mean, I, uh, he might put you to clean toilets and stuff like that. And you might say, yes, I'm doing this for God. Yes, you are. That's a fruit of the Spirit. But because of you doing that, God is not going to look you more. God is not going to look at you more, love you more, or love you less. He's not. He loves his son and daughter. Christ is in you. Christ is in a male. Christ is in a female. Christ is in the son. Christ is in the daughter of God. Both of you, male and female, it doesn't matter. Christ's spirit is Christ's spirit. There's no gender in the, in the spirit of Christ because if you see, Paul said, in Christ, there's no Jew no Greek, no bond of free, no male or female. Christ is just spirit. That's why Christ dwells within you as a man or within you as a woman. There's no gender. We have died with Christ and died to the power of the first Adam, which was a curse, which was death, which was sickness. And a false identity will no longer rule over our lives. We are slaves to righteousness. We are free from a mistaken identity and enslaved to God. We are free forever from condemnation. We are a son of God. God is spiritually our father. We are joined here with Christ, sharing in his inheritance with him. We are more than a, con and a conqueror through Christ who loves, loves us and will always love us. And we were never separated from Him. You could see the most vile person out there doing a lot of, uh, a lot of crimes and stuff like that. We might see Him as what He perceives to be, but that's not Him. That's Christ. And that's where we, as a pastor, has failed to explain to him who we are in Christ. He's living a false identity. Anybody that commits a crime are living a false identity. Why? Because the fathers and mothers, the parents of those children, have failed in leading that boy or that girl into who they are in Christ. And maybe their parents led them the wrong way. And they probably didn't teach them who they were in Christ. You know, so so it's hard. And 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 uh, we have faith in Christ. We have been sanctified and called to holiness. We have been given grace in Christ. We have been placed into Christ by God's doing, not us. We can't do nothing. We can only confess with our mouth and believe in our minds and in our hearts. Remember, we have the Christ of mind or the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. And if we have the mind of Christ, who else is in control? Nobody else. We're not. We can't even control anything. So we have received the Spirit of God into our lives. And we ascertain and know the things freely given to us by God. We have been given the mind of Christ. We are the temple of God, which is God's dwelling. 
which maker and builder was God. God himself and his spirit and his life dwell in us. We are united to the Lord and in one spirit with him. We are one. People say one is a lonely number. I'm sorry. One is not a lonely number. One is actually many. You know, um, it's amazing how pastors are failing to tell these to people. Tell these to the sons and daughters of God who they are in Christ. They keep bad bad naming them. They keep telling them that you're this, you're a sinner, you're this, and you're going to go to hell. No, I'm sorry. If there is a hell, I mean, I believe we created in our own minds, in our own hearts of, of that hell. We were bought with a price, not of our own. We belong to God. We are called. We are a member of Christ's body. We are victorious through Jesus, who was the Christ on earth. We have been established, anointed, and sealed by God in Christ. We have been awakened to Holy Spirit as a pledge guaranteeing us inheritance. We are led by God in triumphal procession in Christ. We are of God, the fragrance of Christ among those who are being awakened, realizing and knowing the truth so they no longer perish from their false identity. I have been changed. We have been changed into the likeness of Christ. Since we have died, we no longer live for ourselves, but for Christ. And I thank Heavenly Father, right now, that we are a new creation, or we are uh, uh, realizing who we are in Christ. We are no longer of the second, uh, of the first Adam, but we are of the second Adam. And the second Adam is a life-giving spirit. We are no longer a living soul. Can you understand that? We are no longer a living soul. It has been replaced by the life-giving spirit that was in Christ. So now he resurrected in us. We have that life-giving spirit. We are that tree of life. We are the ones that are supposed to be bringing the fruit of God to other people. We have been reconciled to God and we are a minister of reconciliation. We have been made righteous. We have been given the strength in exchange for weakness. We have been crucified with Christ. And it is no longer we who live. But Christ who lives in us. The life that we live now is Christ's life. We are the son of God and one in Christ. We are of Abraham's seed. A heir of the promise. We are a heir of God since uh, we are a son of God. We are a saint. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. We were chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy. And I am, and we are without blame before him. We are predestined, determined by God to be adopted as God's sons. We have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. We have been redeemed and forgiven. And we are a recipient of his lavish grace. And I have made and have been made alive together with Christ. You see? You have been crucified with Christ. That's in the Word. We died with Christ. That's in the Word. We were buried with Christ. That's in the Word. And then it says that we were quickened in Christ. We were raised in Christ. 
and now we are seated in Christ. Can you believe that? Can you see yourself seated at the right hand of the Father? Well, better believe it, because we are. But you're seeing through the wrong eyes. Remember, Jesus Christ said, see through the single eye. A single eye means you're not a double-minded man. You're not thinking of the flesh. You're not thinking of the spirit. You are actually seeing in spirit. When you see in spirit, you don't see through your natural eyes. You see through the eyes of the spirit. That is what a single eye means. You're seeing everything through the eye of the spirit. Okay, we have been raised, as I said before, raised up and seated with Christ in heaven. We are God's workmanship, His beautiful handiwork, and we have been born anew in Christ to do His work. We have been directed uh, access to God as a new creation in the Spirit. We are a fellow citizen with the rest of God's family. I may, uh, we may approach God with boldness, freedom, and confidence. We are righteous and holy. Yes, we are righteous and holy. And if you don't believe that, well, guess what? Keep believing your pastor. Keep believing that he's telling you you're a sinner, that you have to repent. Yes, you have to repent. You have to stop doing the the bad things which people call darkness. Stop living your stop living a false image. Stop living a mistaken identity. Identify yourself with Christ. What will Christ uh what I'm not gonna use a term uh, what would Jesus do? No. I'm uh, uh, uh that's that's a copper, but um, that's another story for another time. But Christ, what are the, what is the Spirit? What is the fruit of the Spirit? That's what you act on. Those are the decisions you make, you work by. Those are the choices that you make by, by the Spirit. We are capable through Christ in all things. We have been rescued from the domain of the fallen identity which rule in our lives. And now we are transferred from the kingdom of Christ. Or we are transferred to the kingdom of Christ. Not from the kingdom. But we are transferred from the kingdom of darkness. Which means the fallen identity. The false identity. The false image. From that image we have been transferred into the image of Christ. Now we live in his kingdom. Now we are one with him. We are kings and priests unto him. We have been redeemed and forgiven and the debt against us in our false identity has been canceled. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank Heavenly Father. Because those wonderful truths have awakened us to the truth of our identity and reality of our life-given spirit life and kingdom living. In Christ, I declare and decree these truths over your life. And so be it. But stay tuned. Because this will change your life. Not what religion tells you. Or those religious songs that people sing all the time. Oh God, I need you to come to me. No, God is already in you. God is there with you. Daily, within you. Even if you're doing a bad thing. Even if you're fallen. And you're doing something wrong. Even if you you do something, even, even if you do a crime, God is there. If you have killed a person, God is there with you. You just have to uh, awaken to the reality of who you are in Christ. And I'm telling you right now, you're not a criminal. You believe that you have 
become a criminal because of the things that you do. That's why a lot of people don't like the police. Because the police help bring out the darkness. They expose those darkness. But we are the light. We are all the light of the world. We are all to bring light into darkness. And there was one man that I respect a lot. And some of his songs were, you know, uh, pretty good. I'm not going to say that I, uh, he's my idol or anything. But he said one day, he said, light up the darkness. Light up the darkness. Well, in Christ, you are lighting up the darkness in you. Why? Because once you accept Christ or believe that Christ is in you, and that you have cruci- you've been crucified, you have died with him. The the crucified that died and the buried is from the old Adam. That's no longer you. When you believe that you have been quickened, you have raised and you are seated with God, that's who we are now. We are one with God in that. And thank I thank Jesus for what he taught us and what he showed us and what I believe that he did was to awaken us into who we truly are. We are a quickened spirit, we are a raised spirit, and we are seated at the right hand of the Father with Him. That same Spirit of God, which is Christ, that same Christ Spirit is the life-giving Spirit that God Himself is, God Himself has life within Himself. That's the same Spirit we carry. And if you're going to believe your pastors that are telling you, well, you know, God is uh, doing this to you because you sinned. Well, I'm sorry. Those are just consequences for the decisions and choices and actions that you took for not doing it in spirit. When you make choices in spirit, there's no consequences. There's no law. It's just there in the Word. But if you keep doing things without... Or if you keep doing those, if you, if you keep taking choices and decisions and making decisions and taking actions by your own flesh, by your own carnal thing, uh, carnal mind, which a lot of pastors, they preach out of a carnal mind, I'm sorry, they just do. They can't see with the eyes of the Spirit. I can. And I can tell you for a fact, this world is full of God's glory. That's how I know that I can see with the Spirit. I can see with the eyes of the Spirit of Christ in me. I thank you and I hope this helped you. And I will bring more. I will bring more truths into your heart and into your mind. But meditating everything I am saying, meditate on it. Keep listening over and over of what I am telling you. And you will awaken to who you are. You will forget all the things that you have been doing in the wrong image, in the wrong identity. And you will stop making those wrong choices, those taking those wrong decisions, or making those wrong decisions. And you can stop taking those false actions because you will see with the eye of the spirit you will see with that single eye 
of the Spirit. And I'm not talking about the one-eye thing that's going on in the world of this new age of opening your third eye. No, I'm not talking about all that. I'm talking about when you see in the Spirit that's a single vision, that's a single mind, that's a single Spirit, that is the mind of Christ. You no longer let the carnal of your thoughts, of your thinking, of your doing take over you, but you let the Spirit of Christ take over in everything. The Spirit of Christ is just God Himself in you. You start making those decisions, those choices, and to start taking those taking those actions with God. Your body, when you start knowing that God is our health, you don't need to go to the doctor. Because you already know you're whole. You're complete in Him. The fullness of His deity is in you. It's God Himself in you. This new age crap about uh, about the single eye opening your third eye and all this and that. Don't believe all that. that all that is hogwash. But. Don't take my word for this. Study to show yourself approved. I have studied. I have been a pastor in so many ministries. But they quickly miscommunicate me and they tell me no. You can't do that. Why? Because it'll awaken everyone that's sitting in those pews and they will stop. They will stop doing things for God because God is already pleased with them. Be safe. Be courageous. And be strong. Do not dismay. I'm telling you, do not dismay and do not believe every word that's uttered in the churches. But I tell you one thing, you can test those words. You can test them. And I pray that the Spirit in you, which is the life-giving Spirit of God, the same Spirit who God is, is in you. I pray that it'll awaken It'll awaken in your heart and in your mind the glory of who you are in Him. Until next time, have a blessed Sunday.